Thanks everyone for joining us today in our creator series, uh, My Imagination to Creation. Um, the series is brought to you by Spur, an online creator platform uh, launched in 2020 with a mission to support creators so they can um, expand their passion into their own brand and also build their community of fans. Um, with this intuition, um, each week we have conversation with artists, creators, and entrepreneurs to talk about their passion and learn about their journey. Um, today's conversation will be recorded and uploaded to our social media platform. Um, let me start off by introducing myself. My name is Shelby. I'm an intern and an artist at Spur. Um, today we also have the co-founder of Spur, um, Dipti, with us. Um, hi, Dipti. Hi, Shelby. Hi. Um, we also welcome our guest of today, T. Kundo, at our creator section. Um, T is a full-time designer and illustrator based in Waterloo. Um, I had a couple of classes together with T uh, when they were studying at the University of Waterloo for the fine art major. Um, T's work include drawings, um, social practice, and public art, um, many interested, uh, interesting work. Um, Thank you, T, for coming here today and chat, chatting with us. Um, uh, Deep T, would you like to start off by asking T some questions? Sure. Thanks, uh, Shelby, uh, for the wonderful in, um, intro. And um, uh, T, thanks for um, having multiple conversation with us and which um, ended up into this interview, right? So thanks for joining us. Um, why don't we just kick off this evening by, you know, um, knowing a little bit about yourself. Do you, can you just talk a little bit about your background, your work, what, you know, what motivates you? Yeah, for sure. It's so nice to uh, be here because we've definitely been, been having some chats um, about today and today's um, interview um, event uh, about myself. So my name is T, T Kundu. Um, I use they, them pronouns. I am based in Waterloo, Ontario, um, in Canada, if anybody here is from another place. Um, I mainly do community-focused art, um, and uh, some, some of that, uh, especially recently, has been in the public art realm. But I also do illustration, like I'll do murals or like spots or logos if somebody needs them. Um, as well as like zines, so like publications um, and facilitation um, is also a big part of like what I do in terms of, I think teaching is, is a really good way to contribute to community and help other folks as well, like navigate um, the world, whether it's like their artistic practice or um, finding new ways to look at the world. Um, yeah, my background, well, um, I did go to the University of Waterloo, like Shelby mentioned. I actually had a double major, so I did speech communication and fine arts. So I'm like, a, I got an honors on my certificate. Um, T, I think your volume is going down. Hello? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, prior to that, um, I immigrated from India and to Canada, and um, I'm a Bengali person from India, so I'm from Kolkata, West Bengal, originally. Yeah. Nice. 
that's uh, that that's a journey right so before i really want to get to your passion right so you you seems like you have a lot of things on your uh, toolkit uh, one thing i want what is what do you what 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 does it mean by a community art like can you just elaborate a little bit on that please yeah sure um by community art i mean that a lot of my work pretty much all of my work is for community like i don't make work for institutions necessarily like i'll sometimes work with an institution but at the end of the day, um, I make work so that normal people or like people who aren't necessarily in the arts can experience it and um, find joy in it or, you know, um, have you know, things to say about it. So it's more about that community of, of folks. Yeah. Interesting. So um, what would you say, you know, oh, first of all if I ask you what's your real passion right and then I want to know like how did you identify that this is your passion and how has been your journey ever since then yeah so um honestly at this point my passion is probably sleeping and ordering takeout that's probably my passion <laughs> um but I think you'll have a lot of common friends here for that for yeah, sure yeah <laughs> I hope so those are yeah I was thinking about it earlier today like what would I do if like you know what would be my ideal situation I just want to sleep and order food that I like um but as for uh the whole art career situation um I actually initially wanted to be a writer um like and do like um, journalism and sort of get into creative writing that way because that's what I saw a lot of um people doing and I thought that was that would be like a cool way for me to like earn an income and also be creative um but I did a bit of like music journalism etc early on when I immigrated to Canada and I sort of like really didn't like it like it was like not for me (laughs) like I understood that really well um but I would like doodle in meetings and stuff and so I was like you know what I I was like uh, at that time I think I had a senior painting and diploma from back home and I had always sort of been like oh no don't do art there was like it's it's tough to like make a living and it's always challenging and you know because you don't necessarily know what that's about like I didn't necessarily know what making um an income or even like what a practice looks like um Mm -hmm. but eventually when I decided that actually this is what I'm good at this is what I enjoy doing and all of that stuff um I just studied a lot like on my own in terms of um I was in this one class in high school called communication tech which is where you learn to use like adobe programs and stuff and I really enjoyed it. And like the teachers there really helped me um, as well with my culture shock and just like not knowing anybody and being very lonely in a new country. Um, and in that way, I sort of like gained a bit of insight into what that work could be like. And after that, I just started doing a bunch of research on what it took to be an illustrator. Um, for the most part, That's, that was like my main goal. Like, I want to be an illustrator. Da, da, da. Um, I'm still like half an illustrator, you know what I mean? Like that's not, (laughs) I don't do that very often, but um, just studying it a lot in terms of just researching like how people did that kind of work and approached it, like helped me a lot. Interesting. Um, So I'm sure you would have gone through a lot of thought process to get to this point, right? To identify this as a passion. Um, 
that just explains your journey. Yeah, for sure. Um, remarkable at all it, yeah none of it feels very remarkable to me I feel like it's very um not necessarily easy but it feels very logical to me to like think that way or mm-hmm. to approach things in that way right um, where I teach classes or workshops on how to make art or how to approach art or ideas Um, or even just even my like public art stuff recently um, like I did one recently called dream house where I we did like two workshops and the call out in the beginning I was like hey does anybody want to come and hang out and draw and talk about what our dream spaces or dream houses like what a home is like what would they imagine it to be um especially because at the time I too was like really interested in this because um I was having trouble finding housing like it's such a mess to like look at all these places and then you do all of these applications and then they fall through um so I just wanted to like know I was just curious like what what do other people think and they don't have to be artists to participate right um and then we had a couple of folks come in and do the workshop. We did, I think, two workshops um, over a couple of weeks. And then I took sort of all of the things we talked about, all of the things we drew, and I turned it into like an installation for people, for anybody who wants to experience. Um, yeah, so that's sort of how I approach it. I try to do like free programming or close to free. Um, and make sure that everything is as accessible as possible, as simply um, written or as simply explained as possible. Um, yeah. Inter- yeah, yeah uh, that, that's quite interesting, right? So community art and then trying to contribute towards community um, through through teaching, right? That's kind of what I heard your interest is. Um, Shelby is um, an art student um, and I know you both went to class together. So Shelby, I don't know if you have any specific um, questions to ask regarding any work. Yeah. So like you talk about Dream House just now. Is it the one um, that the picnic one that you had last time? Yeah, so we had like a picnic event at Dream House and everybody came in in their VR avatars. Yeah, can you basically tell us about like um, what what is it actually what it is like? I think people here they don't really understand like what um, what is it? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's actually like a three D space that we build online mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. We we initially were gonna do like a physical installation in Halifax, which is where the gallery this was with is based. Um, but because of all of the safety concerns, et cetera. And 
um, also just a long distance planning. We ended up doing, um, yeah, like a 3D installation. And it's literally like a 3D room that you can like log into and walk around. Um, and we have like an actual like house-like structure built. And we have like a sculpture park um, around the house as well which is like all of the drawings that the participants did. So we turned those into um, 3D sculptures um, that you can like walk through, you can walk around and it's, it's actually very cool. The sun is always shining as well. So I go there often. Because <laughs> um, like when I was, I remember when I was walking around and I just use my keyboard and then go uh, uh, walking around like, and then you can hear people talking. If you walk close to them, to the avatar, you can hear them talking and then you can start a conversation in that space. I think it's really interesting. Um, which, how would you describe your uh, specialty as an artist? Would you, like, with, with what you said, like creative writing, um, installation, and also illustrator, do you, like illustration, do you, you combine all of them with your practice? Yeah, for sure. I um, My official bio says that I'm an interdisciplinary artist, yeah. illustrator, and designer. Uh, and yeah, yeah that's I, especially like when I like try to learn about your work and I saw like your work, uh, Condolences, like learn letters for the end of the world, that project, um, it, 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 it's what makes me understand how, why you started. So like, um, can you talk talk about a little bit more about uh, why do you start this project and um, um, what happened during this project I know like during pen you was trying to do this during the pandemic but then um, so, like yeah you were trying to do it before the pen uh, during the pandemic but then pandemic hit and then uh, stuff happened um, can you just tell me a little bit about like um, um, about the project itself uh, what's your what's your initial plan and what you want to do to move forward. For sure. Um, so condolences was a workshop that I was like sort of shopping around in different places. Um, what that means is I write a proposal and then I like send it out to a bunch of places that might want to host it. And it was called condolences letters for the end of the world. And mm -hmm. basically it was inspired by a bunch of conversations um, by between me and my friends especially one friend in particular, um, because um, I get really anxious about like all of the things going on um, about the climate, about social issues, about honestly everything, like capitalism in general. Um, I'm like, I feel like it's killing us, um, like actively trying to <laughs> murder, kill us all. And um, I think that's really sad and upsetting. And so I'd always talk with this friend, like, oh, my God, I feel like the world is ending. I feel like everything is absolutely going to shit. And so out of that, I sort of, again, became curious to know what other people thought, like, um, about, like, what, what do we really think about, like, what will we want to say and who will we want to say things to when the world ended? Like, would there be things of regret that we would want to confess or would there be love letters that we'd want to send to people that we care for um or do we just want to like vent to someone I just wanted to know what what was interesting to people what were people other people thinking about um the state of the world being so dire <laughs> 
Um, and so this project I actually um, conceptualized and wrote all the proposal and stuff for like much before like the March of 2020. Um, and, but it didn't get picked up um, properly until that time. So the official workshop, like I had done a few test runs before, um, but the actual workshop didn't get picked up until the pandemic hit. Um, so we probably hosted it in like June or July of 2020. And um, I had to like do a couple of changes to the initial offering. So um, we did this at, well, I did this at Hamilton Artists Inc., which is based in Hamilton, Ontario. And um, folks were invited to come in. Like I do very small workshops, like eight to 10 people at most. And we would just talk about our experience of, of the world and how we felt maybe it was ending a little bit um, or maybe it was changing. Maybe there is a chance for something more to happen. And we would write letters um, based on our discussions, etc. cetera. Um, I also wrote a guidebook because I do do very small workshops. I wanted to make sure that if anybody wanted to follow along at home, then they can follow this little um, book. It was like a, again, I end up making these giant documents for some reason, like, but yeah, it was almost like a 60 page like book, but it's very easy to read. Um, and there's also a section as well on like how to, how to navigate writing letters for um, civil causes, whether you're like trying to write a letter to your counselor or, you know, just trying to push for change in more tangible ways beyond just um, our feelings. And yeah, so we did that workshop mm -hmm. and it was great. Honestly, it was very lovely to be able to do it properly. So T, um, what would you say the, the outcome was? The condolences was something you initiated to know the, if I understood correctly, know the feeling of other artists, what they would feel if the world was ending, right? Um, I don't know if you can say that, um, but what was the general feel uh, among the artists? Um, it was like, uh, it wasn't just for artists, it was um, for the members of the public. So anybody oh, okay. could come and join that workshop. Um, and yeah, we just spoke a lot about changes we were, we were facing or like trying to speak up for ourselves um, or trying to, yeah, just take up space um, in our respective lives whether it's at work or at home um and dealing with change is what we talked about um at the end of the whole thing though I realized that because of the reality of the pandemic and how it really did feel like the world was ending for a lot of folks um, I probably won't do that project again um because it's almost like too close to reality to be to be comfortable mm -hmm. for people right um, right so, um, um, T, um, very inspiring thoughts, right? Um, thinking about community, thinking about the world, thinking about human um, and, and uh, not just human, right? The, the, the whole universe um, and just trying to make that a safer place. Um, how are you, um, you know, how are you tailoring your art towards that mission? Um, I guess like what, no matter what project I do, it's all like based around that same idea of like trying to find solidarity. 
and finding like practical ways to help each other as as individuals who are part of like a larger community really um or like a larger fabric of social situations um and just trying to talk through things or think about things a little differently maybe a little more creatively and maybe find some solutions or find something important that we can express um about the things happening um yeah so like sarah ahmed's promise of happiness right um right that's a book and um it talks about like when like um happiness is this thing that we're all supposed to sort of have and like we're all supposed to be happy but sometimes we're not we're all like melancholy people especially we're marginalized folks and there's a lot of things to be sad about to be upset about um so the response to that is not necessarily to pressure ourselves to perform happiness or joy just because it's what's expected of us, but we can join together in our melancholy and find a different way to work together, find a way to express this melancholy and push for change. And yeah, queer theory definitely informs my work as well in that way. It's really important to understand, I think, about the world because um, don't we have like less than 10 years now um, the climate to really push its revenge on us all by by being absolutely destroyed beyond repair so um yeah it's, it's like it's a it's a thing it's happening yeah, yeah. yeah i think that explains thank you um you touch a little bit on pandemic right and how you had to change your personal project which is not personal project but the proposal that you had put together condolences how um that had to go virtual i'm just um can you, um, on behalf of the, and, and I'm sure you work with the artist community on behalf of them, or or just your thought, how has that impacted the the artist community, or uh, or made you think a little bit different? Um, I'm not sure to be honest. I think it really depends. I think in the beginning, there was a real fear going around that there wouldn't be enough work for us, um, especially. Mm-hmm because a lot of folks are freelancers, et cetera, um, that just because people weren't sure like what the situation would be. So um, like, I think a lot of photographers were like a little worried about their practice um, and like not being able to go out and shoot as often, like physically, which is super important if you're a photographer. Um, but I think people have found lots of creative ways to, um, do things differently whether it's i've i've seen photographers who like literally work through zoom or like an internet connection and they'll sort of frame the shot and take the picture like through of like a zoom meeting which is like very cool um there's also other folks who like you know sometimes magazines are using more illustrators instead of photographers etc um for me personally something that I'm actually really happy that so much of like events and talks and workshops, et cetera, have become um, virtual because it it used to be so tiring for me to do those long commutes, um, whether it's like dragging all of the materials to a new place and bring them back, 
um, which I'd often have to like Uber or something, um, or just even mm-hmm. attending a talk that's in like a different city. Um, so I love being able to stay home and be in my bed and I eat a lot better. You know what I mean? Like I miss less meals because I'm not like rushing from place to place. So that's really right. nice. So do you feel some of these changes that has come in the, in the art world, um, you know, specifically digitization is, do you feel it's here to stay, stay or do you think once you know, a post pandemic world, um, everything will go back to physical um, I think a lot of people would want it to stay, especially because this aligns with a lot of what um like disability activists as well um have been right. wanting to push for for a long time. But having said that, it's it's honestly difficult to say. I want to say yes, they will stay. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's tough to say. Like, there's so many factors here. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, we are going through a period of uncertainty and then you just have to um, you know, keep guessing um, till, you know, what we all see as new normal settles in. Right. So um, then so um, with this pandemic and then the change in um, how you do the work and how you, in, you know, um, how you interact with your within your community do you think um you will be adopting a lot of digital platforms moving forward for your work um yeah i think i'd like to explore more digital things i've been learning to like code a bit more etc like um not actually because of art reasons because um i worked in marketing for a while where i was like trying to uh, basically edit a website of the organization the website of the organization that I worked at and then other stuff like that so like it sort of got me thinking a lot about how the internet is put together and how the internet and algorithms etc are um, a replication like it's uh, it reproduces or it has reproduced the power dynamics and unequal power structures in our current day-to-day so I definitely have been researching it a lot more just because I think it's interesting and I would like to make more digital products um for like for the 3d like room we did it was so fun to like put that together even though I had no idea how to do it thank god I had like a installation person who knew 3d um and yeah it was really fun to like work in a new way and put it all together and I still visit the installation like you know late late at night when I'm like feeling lonely I'm like oh my god let's go to the sun (laughs) and uh yeah I would definitely like to make more digital things they're they're so accessible um yep right yeah interesting yeah thanks for sharing that thought right so, um, T, where, where do you see the future mission? Like, how do you, how do you, what's your future mission to contribute more toward the community, especially using art, which is such a, no, you know, working towards such a noble cause. You know, we don't have a lot many people um, in a day-to-day life thinking about um, how to, you know, save this world and what happens if it ends, you know, that that caring mentality. So how do you see in, in the future, near future, far future, um, you, you taking your art um, and, and, you know, and, and taking this forward. What are your future missions, if I may ask you? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I think for me, um, personally, I think I'm just looking to rest for the next little while. It's been a very busy year. Um, and just trying to feel it out more for myself. I find it's interesting that you mentioned like how caring, et cetera, it is. And it, it definitely is. But like a lot of other artists who work around self-care or exploring like community care, it's very easy for us to get burnt out um, because we're only like one person trying to think of these giant things. And um, sometimes it's like dependent on the audience that interacts with our work. Um, and yeah, like I just want to take a nap, like back to the the other <laughs> thing that I said earlier. Like I just want naps and take out for a while. Um, so I think that's where I'm at. But I'm definitely focusing a lot more on like collaborations and like trying new things, like in terms of um, whether it's mediums or um, techniques, just to get more into other ways of making or like finding other ways of yeah just making things so right. yeah it definitely makes sense right i like the word when you said you know you get exhausted when you're con continuously thinking about the community and trying you know as as one person um trying to solve a lot of problems but um, interesting thoughts um shelby anything from my side yeah i've i have one question would you see yourself like doing um community work in the future or um, you think it's just for now, I would, I, I, this is something I enjoy. Oh, what do you mean? Like, do you, what do you mean by community work, I guess? Yeah, I mean, like, um, like your social practice, like how you are doing like a lot of artwork um, for people so that you can mm -hmm. and uh, know more about them. So um, would you see this as something like you would like to do for, for your future forever or like, uh, for now, this is something I'm really interested. No, for sure. I think I want to try and do that for as long as possible. It's oh, yeah. really fun to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's it, it, it does take a lot of effort, I won't lie, but it is really generally fun to do and put together. Um, and it, I'm always learning a lot. I feel like I, there's still so much that, you know, like in terms of skill that I need to get better at in terms of being a better facilitator or being better at managing projects. Um, actually, that's funny. Um, I I was I took a couple of like classes at a college for a couple of months, like a while ago, and it was really funny because they had me in um, like a project management class and whatnot, and I was just like, oh, this is interesting because like a lot of folks there like didn't know what that was, and like I don't really care about project management at all. Um, in the way that it's taught but as an artist you learn a lot or you know you have to learn a lot about how to manage a project about how to talk to different people get different things done like research how to make something happen and I, I genuinely enjoy making things happen um, I honestly the work is not the fun part for me I groan and moan and drag my heels all the time constantly um, but I love seeing the work finished out in the world and people being able to enjoy it or just the work, just hanging out and being itself and standing on its own two feet, I think is very cool to see. And I'm like very proud of, of a, like pretty much everything I do at this point. Um, so, yeah, I definitely see social practice being a big part of my life for a long time, as well as like publishing and everything else I do. Um, I, yeah. 
it's very self-affirming to be an artist in that way Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're all really lonely people so when you make something and it exists (laughs) yeah it exists outside of yourself it's really nice to to see it and feel really proud and good yeah interesting um yeah go ahead Shelby yeah, I just um, want to know, like, when you have you have so many idea and like um, projects that you did, um, what what make what inspire you to do those? Like, what how how suddenly you can have so much idea? Do you like um, explore around or talk to people or what do you do to get inspired? Um, all of those things for sure. I um I sort of um. Okay, so there's this thing about like just building a practice, right? Like that's why we call it an art practice. I think you just have to get really good at finding ideas um, or writing them down, etc. Honestly, ideas aren't even like the difficult part at all. I think the more art you see, the more you're able, or even like reading or just experiencing the world, the more you're able to do that and the more you're able to dissect it and um figure out like okay so how did they build this piece of artwork or how did they write this novel like and you find all of the metaphors and the research you know you sort of um what's it called like you reverse engineer their concept it helps you figure out like how ideas are put together and yeah ideas are not the difficult part Um, ideas actually are a dime a dozen there's so many ideas all the time in the world and Honestly, there's probably multiple people who've had the same idea because they're just, there's so many and they're very easy to have. Um, the difficult part is like doing it and doing it well or doing it in a new way. Um, and that's what's so exciting about being uh, creative is that you're, you know, you probably know that the thing you're saying has been said like a thousand, a hundred thousand, a million times before. But you know what? You're going to, make you're gonna say it again but you'll say it in a way that's just a little different just um a little bit more you and in the way that only you can put it together with the depth of your experiences and the depth of your thoughts and it'll be it'll feel completely unique and new to the person viewing it um and maybe it'll feel different to every other person viewing it so yeah it's fun it's fun to make stuff um and again, it doesn't have to be good. I try to say whenever I'm teaching, like, it things don't have to be good. You know what I mean? Like, do it badly, but do it. So um, focus on just keep making stuff, no matter how good or bad you think it is. And eventually, you'll just get really good at making stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some great thoughts, T, there. Um, yeah. So, um, as this, you know, as we are trying, winding up this evening, any thought that you would leave, you know, like to leave us with? Um, yeah, like have fun with it, have fun with it, make friends, um, and just be nice to yourself throughout it all if you can. Um, mm-hmm. Art, like making making things, making whether it's like a painting or music or a book or social art public art um it takes a lot from us as people even though um we're sort of hardwired to ignore like the costs of being in a capitalist environment that expects us to like produce 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 but it's it's the most important thing to take care of yourself 
and take your time and say no to work as well. Like do your thing, like um, set your boundaries, be confident that you are a smart, capable, talented person and keep going, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time it's as with any career or job, it's not even so much about being good at something. It's just about hanging in there long enough. Um, and and that's how you win the lottery. So yeah, keep going. You got yep. this. Thank you. Yeah, great thought. Um, actually, with that, um, I would like to a- ask our audience if there's any questions. If so, please raise your hands and uh, we'll bring you to the stage. Okay. Um, so, th- you know, thanks, Steve, for joining us. Thanks, uh, Shelby, for co-hosting uh, mm-hmm. with me. Um, there's a lot of, I think I'm leaving this conversation with a lot of thoughts that he has put on our brains, right? It's yeah. very inspiring. And, um, we, you know, we would wish you all the best for, you know, we wish you achieve all the the dreams and aspirations you have to serve the community through through your art. Um, it's a big thing, um, and um, you know, just want to say we are here to support you. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. It's been lovely to talk to you all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the for the listener who is not familiar with your work, T, um, where can we direct them to find you? Oh, yeah, you can find me on my Instagram, which is at mm-hmm. lookitst, and that's spelled L-U-K-I-T-S-T-E-E, and you will find me posting all sorts of banana stuff there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, don't forget to follow T, her work, um, and also upcoming project. Um, and also, please check out our Facebook um, and Instagram um, for Spur, um, we also have our announcement for podcasts and creators details. Um, I think that's uh, the end of our conversation today. Thanks for everyone who come by today um, and have a great night. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.